You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello once again. Welcome in to today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, and also a contributor to AthlonSports.com. Today is Tuesday, April 27th, 2021, which means the NFL draft is creeping up on us very quickly. 72 hours and counting, depending on when you are listening to this particular episode. And of course, we are going to dive a little bit more into what to expect out of Thursday night with the first round of the NFL draft as it pertains to Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons. Take a look at some of the mock drafts that are out there, see where he's projected to be going, and what could potentially change between now and and Thursday night. We'll talk about that coming up in segment number two. First, we are going to talk about the sudden retirement of another former Penn State linebacker after an 11-year career in the NFL, that being Sean Lee from the Dallas Cowboys. We'll talk a little bit about that. And later in this episode, we will have some final thoughts on what we saw from Penn State spring football practices, where Penn State goes from here, and where potentially things could be happening and when they could be happening before we get to the start of the 2021 season. Before we get into all that, though, of course, make sure you are following this podcast. It's going to be a busy week all week long on the podcast on your favorite podcasting app. It doesn't matter if you're listening on the Odyssey app or if you're checking us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you're following right now. Go ahead and click that follow button. And then if you have the option of doing so, please leave a rating, leave a review. It'll really help us out as we continue to grow the show. Helps us out with the placement across those various podcasting apps. So the more follows we get, the more reviews we get, the more ratings we get, the ultimately better position we're going to be getting across those podcast apps. So make sure you also, if you do a five-star review, if that's applicable, make sure you take a screenshot of that. Send it to us on Twitter. We're going to give you a special shout out on our Friday edition of the podcast. It'll be Five Star Friday. So make sure you screenshot those five star reviews, send them our way. We're going to give you a shout out later on this week. You can also connect with us all across all our various social media platforms. Of course, I just mentioned we're on Twitter. We're also on Facebook and Instagram and on Twitch using the username Locked On Nittany across the board. So Facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany. Give us a like. Twitter.com slash Locked On Nittany. Give us a follow. Check us out on Instagram. Give us those hearts, whatever the case may be. Instagram.com slash Locked On Nittany. And of course, Twitch.tv slash Locked On Nittany. We're going to get that live stream going for you. Hopefully by the end of the week, it's still kind of a work in progress. Once again, I feel like I'm going through the same cycle with the Twitch uh, account, but uh, that is something that's still going to be in the fall here. Uh, Looking forward to getting that going and uh, maybe watching some games with you guys very soon. So stay tuned for that. But with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. And let's start with the big news that came out Monday afternoon, which was that former Penn State linebacker Sean Lee has announced his retirement from the sport of football. Of course, he spent all 11 years in the NFL with the Dallas Cowboys, became one of the team captains, certainly a well-respected leader, not only just within the Dallas Cowboys organization, but really throughout the NFL. And to anyone who followed him during his time at Penn State, that should come as absolutely no surprise. This is a guy that has battled injuries really throughout his entire football career, not just in the NFL, but also with Penn State. Remember, he missed the entire 2008 season with a torn ACL. He was still voted a team captain. He decided to do whatever it took to stay involved with the program no matter what. He was putting on a headset. 
said. He was acting as an undergraduate assistant coach on the sideline. He was working with the players. He was kind of seeing things from a different perspective. And maybe that actually benefited his game overall in the grand scheme of things because he's not just looking at things as a player. He's also looking at things from the sideline point of view, from a coaching point of view. He's getting a different analytical look at what's happening on the field and what could potentially be done differently. And that to me is why you might not be surprised to see Sean Lee back around the sport of football relatively soon. I don't know how what his timeline is looking like in his uh, post-playing retirement stage, but Sean Lee certainly feels like a guy that is going to stay involved with the game in some degree somewhere down the line. I don't know if that's going to be as an assistant coach or a head coach or a defensive coordinator, but to me, he seems like the perfect kind of guy that can coach defenses, coach linebackers. And I'm not saying he should be coming back to Penn State anytime soon to do that role uh, because I do think that the staff is in pretty good position. But if Sean Lee feels like the kind of guy that could eventually get into coaching, I think he'd be really good at that because he has been a guy that the Cowboys have really looked to to kind of uh, be a mentor for some of their younger linebackers that they've brought in over the years. And again, there's a reason why the Cowboys kept him around. For as long as they did, you know, obviously the last couple of years have been kind of tough signing a one year deal, I believe, in 2020 for the 2020 season. Uh, we all knew that Sean Lee, with all the injuries he has had over his career, he was getting to the end of the line. And it just made sense for um, a veteran, a veteran standpoint to bring in a guy like Sean Lee because he is still going to be really good in the locker room. He may not have the impact on the field as a player, but there's certainly a lot to be learned from the kind of leadership he brings to the table. And it is a shame to see his career come to an end, but like I said, 11 years, that's a long time in the NFL, especially for a guy that has played with as many injuries as Sean Lee has had. Of course, this is a guy that followed in the footsteps at Penn State of Paul Pozlozny and Dan Conner kind of set the table for the linebackers to come after him. And who knows, maybe the Dallas Cowboys are going to draft a linebacker in the NFL draft Thursday night with a first round pick. And there just so happens to be a Penn State linebacker that could be there for the taking. I don't think he'll drop as far as the Dallas Cowboys would need him to, but he could very well be ending up somewhere else in the NFC East. Let's talk about Micah Parsons coming up in our second segment. But first, it's quick personal story time. Now, over the weekend, I decided to take on the task I've been putting off a little bit longer than I should have, which was cleaning out my car. My car was filthy and disgusting on the inside. So I go to clean it out, and I realize I'm running short on some of the supplies I usually use to clean up my car, brush up the headlights and you know, wipe down the dashboard. I don't have any of that stuff. So what do I do? I go to rockauto.com. That is because they are a family business that knows what it takes to satisfy their customers with all their auto parts needs at any given moment. Now, typically I go to rockauto.com anyway and enter the make and model of my car so that I can get every part that's available for me. If I need wipers, if I need washer fluid, whatever the case may be, I can trust that rockauto.com is going to have that for me. But you know what? I said, I'm going to go to Rock Auto. I'm going to get some new cleaning supplies. I'm going to brush up my headlights. I'm going to clean off that dashboard properly. And rockauto.com is going to help me with the best prices available. It doesn't matter if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer because Rock Auto is going to make this as painless a transaction process as possible. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com, they're always reliably low and they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. 
Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts across the Locked On Podcast Network. So follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Now, of course, we're getting closer and closer to the start of the NFL draft, which is going to go down Thursday night. And all the expectations are that Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons is going somewhere. We don't know exactly where, but he is going to be drafted somewhere Thursday night with a first-round draft selection. We don't know what's going to happen with Jason Oway just yet or Pat Fryermuth. I have seen various mock drafts each project that they could go in the first round, although uh, Pat Fryermuth is probably much more likely to go in the second or third round. Jason Oway could very well sneak into the end of the first round, but we'll talk a little bit about him in tomorrow's podcast. This episode is all going to be about Micah Parsons. Now, Micah Parsons, of course, is one of the best linebackers to come out of Penn State in quite some time. We just got done talking about Sean Lee. I think Micah Parsons is the best linebacker to come out of here since Sean Lee. I think he's better than Sean Lee, at least as far as his athleticism is concerned. I, I think Micah Parsons has all the tools to be a stud linebacker in the NFL. He's not a perfect uh, work of art just yet. He's going to take some teaching. He's going to take some molding. But I think given the right situation, he is going to be a star linebacker for years to come. And that's why you see him being projected as high as a top 10 pick. Now, there's some question about exactly whether or not he will be a top 10 pick, and I think it all hinges what the Denver Broncos are going to do. Now, the the read that I'm getting as far as all these mock drafts are concerned and these draft analysts and what they're saying is the, the Broncos really have to make a decision on whether or not they are confident in their quarterback situation moving forward. If they are, then that opens up the door widely for a guy like Micah Parsons to be one of their top picks because it does look as though if Denver decides to stick with their quarterback, then they will go defense with their first-round draft pick, which is uh, the number nine pick overall. So that's why you're looking at Micah Parsons as a potential uh, top-ten pick. And if you have a chance to draft a star linebacker, the Denver Broncos are a team that could very well be interested in doing that, You know, kind of uh, looking for their next Von Miller. And yeah, I'm going to raise my hand right now. If you follow freezing takes or freezing cold takes on Twitter or old takes exposed on Twitter, you know this is the time of year where I'm probably going to get dragged through the mud once again for my ridiculously awful take on Von Miller as a defensive uh, star in the NFL when he was drafted. I swung and missed that one very hard. I will own that up every time. And I, I'm just like I said, this is the time of year. I know it's going to pop up in my mentions. I'm going to get I'm going to get a lot of uh, blast for that, and well deserved. I, I think that that's part of the fun of the NFL draft. I know I've swung and missed on Patrick Mahomes too, but <laughs> anyway, I do think that Michael Parsons is going to be a really good player in the NFL. So that's why the Denver Broncos are certainly a team that could very well be interested in drafting. Uh, Michael Parsons. Now, some of the mock drafts have Denver going a different way on defense, but if you're looking for a solid fixture in the middle of your defense, Michael Parsons certainly fits that bill, and that's why I think the Denver Broncos, they seem to be a pretty popular pick among the mock drafters that are out there. Uh, I feel like I see Michael Parsons going to the Denver Broncos more than I see any other mock draft. Now, I don't know how much of that is actually going to change between now and Thursday night. I feel like the mock drafts are pretty much in their final editions right now. And it certainly feels as though Denver is, I'm not going to say the overwhelming favorite to draft Micah Parsons, but he is certainly a leading candidate to be drafted by the Broncos. Now, what happens if the Broncos 
either go quarterback or they go a different way with their defensive player. Where exactly does that love send Michael Parsons down in the draft order? Well, probably not too far because then we're probably talking 11, 12. You're talking teams like the New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, um, maybe 13. I, I think the Oakland Raiders might pop up if you go a little further down. But that is the kind of category we're talking about. We're talking number nine, number 11, number 12, maybe even number 15. Uh, the three NFC East teams, aside from the Cowboys, Washington football team, the New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles. I have seen mock drafts with uh, Michael Parsons going to all of those teams, probably more so with the Giants. And we talked a little bit about this yesterday with Andrew Callista from Fox 43 in Harrisburg, where Michael Parsons would ideally like to be drafted. And there was the idea that he might want to be a Dallas Cowboy, which uh, would certainly uh, serve the Cowboys well now that Sean Lee has just retired. Uh, but I do think that a team like the New York Giants uh, seems like a pretty potentially good candidate to land Michael Parsons if the Denver Broncos decide to punt on him. Now, of course, the, the whole idea of Michael Parsons going to the New York Giants, I'm sitting here as an Eagles fan, I hate it, but <laughs> if you think about it, the New York Giants then would have Penn State's absolute best offensive player and absolute best defensive player of the James Franklin era on their same roster. Saquon Barkley, of course, running back, coming back from an injury last year, but still the best offensive player we have seen come through Penn State in quite some time. Uh, and then, of course, you have Micah Parsons probably anchoring the defense for years to come on the other side. That's got to make a lot of Penn State fans that uh, have those giant fandom in them, that, that would make them pretty happy, right? Uh, so that would be a pretty interesting uh, sticking point. And obviously, that would probably be a pretty good fit for Micah Parsons as well. Going to the Giants, you know you can lean on Saquon Barkley to kind of show him the ropes a little bit, have that Penn State connection. That's probably not a bad situation at all for Micah Parsons. Uh, I know one of the things that we always see pop up this time of year is the negative storylines, the negative headlines uh, regarding certain draft picks. And Michael Parsons has certainly fallen into that category uh, based on some of the things from his past, which I do think are things that at least need to be addressed uh, in front of NFL teams that are looking to invest millions in you individually. I think you own it to them to kind of uh, make amends or explain uh, what has changed between now and whenever those alleged incidents had happened. So, and I do think that that's something that a lot of prospects probably go through that, you know, the, the NFL teams that are drafting these players, they need to know that their investments are wise ones. And again, Michael Parsons, phenomenal athlete, but you just got to make sure that, uh, you know, the head's there and everything, everything's going to stay straight and narrow and all that good stuff. Make sure you don't get drafting players that are getting in trouble. And one of the things that we have seen come out of the New York media is some of the hit pieces on Michael Parsons. I honestly don't think that that means one thing as far as whether or not the Giants would draft Michael Parsons. What's ultimately going to determine if the Giants get a chance to draft Michael Parsons or not is whether or not they really feel like they need the the addition at linebacker more than some other positions. Now, Giants are a little bit of a situation where they need a lot of help. They have got a lot of positions that they can improve. Certainly, linebacker would be among them. And if you get a chance to draft what could potentially be the best player on the board at the time your draft pick comes up, going with Michael Parsons certainly would make sense. So to me, it's going to come down to these two teams. I really do feel like the Denver Broncos are probably the team I'm picking to take Michael Parsons. But if the Broncos do pass on him, 
I think he goes to the Giants. I think he lasts another couple picks and gets by that number 10 pick and gets into that New York state of mind. And, you know, again, I, I'm an Eagles fan. I would hate to see that, but I think it would be a good fit for Micah Parsons. And I'd be very curious to see how that would all play out. I think it would play out very well for Micah Parsons either way. Uh, and I don't know if there's a preference between going to the Broncos or going to New York uh, for the, play for the Giants. Honestly, I think Michael Parsons would hit it really hard in both areas. And to me, I, I think it's going to be the Broncos. I'm not 100% sold on it, but that's the way that I'm leaning. Just based on all the tea leaves that I'm seeing settle out out there with the mock drafts, I think it's going to be Denver Broncos. But again, if the Broncos pass, I think he's going to the Giants. I would love it if he went to the Eagles, but I, I think it's those two teams that we're talking about. Denver Broncos first. New York Giants second for Micah Parsons. Let me know what you think. Where do you think Micah Parsons is going to be going? Hit us up on our Twitter account, Locked On Nittany, and let us know what you think about the Micah Parsons draft outlook. Looking forward to seeing how it all goes down Thursday night. Of course, he will be in Cleveland for the NFL draft, one of the 13 players attending the draft in person. And, of course, Penn State head coach James Franklin, defense coordinator Brent Pry, they're going to be there by his side. Really cool recruiting tool, really cool uh, opportunity, I think, for James Franklin and Brent Pry to be a part of the NFL draft experience and see one of the best players that they've had come through Happy Valley under their watch go off to the NFL. Potentially a top 10 pick, but absolutely a first-round pick. Well, it's one thing to just watch the NFL draft, but maybe you want to make some money while watching the NFL draft. Well, the best way to do that is with Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. Look, baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online, but this week has tons of sports action on the go, including the NFL draft, the Kentucky Derby back, and of course, the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. But take a look at some of the prop bets that Bet Online has for you right now as far as the NFL draft is concerned. I'm going to throw a couple your way that are going to be of interest to you. First of all, how about the total number of Big Ten players being selected in the first round? The over-under is set in six and a half. You already know that Micah Parsons is going. You know that Ohio State's going to have Justin Fields going. That's two right off the board. Does Jason always sneak in there? Does that tip the over in the Big Ten's favor here? I think six and a half is a pretty good number. I'm going to say Big Ten hits just under six and a half. I think they get to six. I think seven's going to be a reach because there's going to be like 20,000 Alabama players chosen in the first round, not to mention some other SEC players. You know, the Trevor Lawrence and uh, Zach Wilson at BYU, that's going to take two picks right there. So I think the Big Ten getting to seven picks might be a little bit of a stretch. So I'm going to go with the under on six and a half. How about this? Will the Bears draft a QB in round one? Yes, plus 160, no minus 225. But the more interesting prop bet I have here regarding the Chicago Bears is whether or not Allen Robinson, former Penn State wide receiver, is going to be traded during round one. Yes, plus 250, no minus 400. I think Allen Robinson sticks around. I don't think he's going to be drafted in the first round, but it would not be surprise me if the Chicago Bears make some moves. I don't think Allen Robinson is going to be included there. So I'm going no on will Allen Robinson be drafted during the first round, minus 400 for no. Anyway, there's lots of prop bets available on betonline.ag. So make sure you go to their website, betonline.ag. All you can do on your laptop or your desktop or just, hey, on sitting on the couch on your mobile phone, load up the website, sign up for your free account, make your initial deposit, and don't forget to use the promo code Locked On. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. That's right, a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. You're not getting that deal anywhere else. That is free money, and if you bet wisely, you're going to make some money as a result. So bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
If you haven't listened to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, go back into your podcast feed and check it all out. There's still plenty of time to binge listen to it before the NFL Draft starts. But speaking of the NFL Draft, this year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft starting April 29th, running through May 1st. Lots of coverage coming your way for the NFL Draft. Very much looking forward to seeing what these guys have to say about some of these Penn Staters that are going to be going. Like I said, Michael Parsons is going in the first round. Jason Owe, he might go in the first round. He's probably going to go in the second round, but I haven't really made up my mind exactly where he's going. I think he might be a late first round pick, but you know, late first round, it's really hard to guess. Uh, Pat Frymuth, I do think, is going to go in the third round. But like I said, we're going to talk a little bit more about Jason Owe's draft outlook tomorrow. I'm very curious to see what might be changing with the mock drafts following the trade last week between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. I know Jason always been a pretty trendy pick down in that area of the late first round where the Chiefs and Ravens have both been options for uh, Jason Owe. And then, of course, on Wednesday, we'll take a look to see, or I'm sorry, on Thursday, what's today? Today's Tuesday. <laughs> Tomorrow we'll talk about Jason Owe on Wednesday. We'll talk a little bit about Pry Frymuth on Thursday before the draft gets started, and we'll take a look at some of the other NFL draft prospects out of Penn State. So I'm getting my days all confused, but hopefully we've got that all ironed out for you now. Uh, but I do want to take a quick couple moments just to kind of recap and share some final thoughts on Penn State spring football practices because we didn't really get a whole lot of time to dive into it yesterday. But basically, not a whole lot changed from Penn State's spring practice that was a week prior. So a lot of the storylines that came out, a lot of the questions that were uh, faced to James Franklin kind of have similar answers today. And basically what we know now is Penn State is very likely to go into the quarterback uh, market in the transfer portal, see if they can find somebody who's going to be a nice fit, as James Franklin has alluded to before. I don't know exactly who that is right now. Uh, I know that Joe Milton has uh, committed to Tennessee, so you can wipe him off the board. But I do think that there are going to be plenty of options out there for Penn State to add a quarterback. And that, that quarterback might not even be in the transfer portal just yet because what happens is after spring football practices wrap up, that's when the transfer portal kind of picks up the momentum a little bit. More players go into the transfer portal. So there could still be some options worth evaluating that aren't there just yet. But I do think that Penn State is going to add a quarterback. I don't know exactly what that timeline is going to look like. We could be talking before August, ideally, would be the, the best situation for Penn State. But we know that Sean Clifford's going to be the starting quarterback. So it's really just a matter of having a comparable backup option ready to go because obviously uh, there's still a little lack of confidence in the younger options that are available on the roster right now and the depth is pretty shallow uh, regards to the quarterback position so it definitely helps to add somebody else onto a scholarship if you can find one uh, so I do think that that's going to be the case. As far as everything else, yeah, I think the running game is going to be fine. I, I really do. I know John Lovett got a little bit more action in the, the most recent spring game. And James Franklin thinks that he can be a home run kind of a guy. Looks to me like the, this is a situation where running back uh, by committee could very well be an option for Penn State. I don't know if you necessarily need to work one guy uh, over overload him. So I, I think you've got some options here to kind of divvy up the, the carries a little bit. Obviously, you want to get somebody in rhythm, I think, at some point. But I, I think there's a lot of talent to be worked with here. And wide receivers, I think, are to be okay. But I think uh, the, the one concern that they have is finding another guy besides uh, Jahad Dotson who's really going to step up and make some plays. Uh, that's why Marquise Wilson was being uh, worked both ways. Going to maybe see if he can make some catches. But 
defense, I think, is going to be uh, pretty interesting. Obviously, uh, only P.J. Mustafer coming back as a starting defensive lineman, but there's some good um, experience already on this defensive line with some of the transfers that they brought in. And I tend to trust that the defensive line is going to be okay. Uh, I don't know if there's necessarily uh, game-breaking, uh, you know, really – uh, bust through the line and I'm going to make a sack every other time uh, guy on this uh, defensive line right now, but it's a solid defensive line. I've got no real concerns about it just yet. The secondary we know is maybe even deeper than we thought because Kalen King coming out and getting the takeaway King spring football award. Uh, he's living up to the hype and he's only a freshman. We haven't seen him in a game yet, an actual game, but there is uh, a lot of excitement about this defensive secondary. Uh, Terry Castro fields coming back, uh, certainly showing some leadership on and off the field, continuing to be the, the leader that they expected out of him. And I think that you've got some other guys that are certainly in position to uh, make a case for some playing time in the secondary. I think there's going to be some rotations. I think that you're going to have to try and figure out a way to get these guys all involved. But obviously, uh, there there are some good options here on this Penn State secondary. And ultimately, it's really going to come down to whether or not this team is fully prepared at the start of the season. I think the offense certainly uh, has the most room for growth or at least uh, get on the same page. And I, I do think that it's going to be the case. Now, it's a very challenging schedule. Uh, we're not even close to our schedule breakdown just yet. But if you want to check out my Athlon Sports post, I did give a brief schedule analysis. And Penn State's opener on the road against Wisconsin, it's a little bit of a litmus test right out of the gate. Not just for Penn State, but also for Wisconsin. So it's a big game right out of the gate. I think that that helps get the mentality set very early on for this Penn State team that is looking to make amends for everything that went down last week or last season. And there's going to be a lot of revenge opportunities for Penn State. We'll see if they can take advantage of those. Uh, this Wisconsin game is not one of them, but it is certainly a big challenge because Wisconsin is a team that a lot of people feel will be the Big Ten West champion coming up in this season. So Penn State going on the road into Madison. Uh, I don't know what the attendance situation is like in Mad Madison at this time. Uh, but I do think that that is a tough environment to go into, and it's a tough team to take on in week one. I think Penn State's going to be a pretty good team, though. I'm not backing away from that. I've said that from the start of the year, and I'm continuing to feel that way. I don't see any reason to change my outlook on Penn State just yet. Not ready to do the wins and losses just yet, but that will come. Uh, but very interested to hear what you guys have to say as well. Reach out to us on our Twitter account. Today is Twitter Tuesday. We didn't have any questions, but we can still talk on Twitter. So send me your feedback on today's episode. What do you think about Micah Parsons' draft outlook? What do you think about Penn State spring football? What are your final thoughts? What are you looking forward to in the upcoming offseason? What do you see, want to see them do at the quarterback position in the transfer portal? Let me know. Reach out to us on our Twitter account, Locked on Nittany, and interact with us. We'll get, respond to you guys. We'll bring in some of that conversation into tomorrow's episode if there is any worthy of bringing in. And, of course, we want you to be a part of the show. So the best way to do that is by connecting with us on our Twitter account, on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, on our Twitch channel. We're using the username Locked On Nittany across the board on social media. So make sure you follow, like, all that good stuff using the username Locked On Nittany. Of course, follow this podcast on your preferred podcasting app. We're on the Odyssey app. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You name it, we're on it. So make sure you follow. Leave those ratings. Leave those reviews. If you leave a five-star review on any of those podcasting outlets, take a screenshot of it. Send it to us on our Twitter account, Locked on Nitty, and you're going to get a special shout-out in our Friday episode. It's our Friday, five-star Friday, whatever we want to call it. <laughs> but send us your five-star reviews. You're going to get a shout-out later on in the week. 
Lastly, I am Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Don't forget to check out NittanyLionsWire.com on the USA Today Sports Media Group for continuing Penn State coverage. And, of course, I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com, and you can catch me on Patreon at Patreon.com slash McGuire. Until next time, everybody, have a great Tuesday. Come back. We'll do it all again on Wednesday as we are on the eve of the NFL Draft in tomorrow's podcast. So make sure you come back and check it out. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. I'll talk to you guys all again tomorrow.